I am your host, Dr. Hope. You are listening to Medica Talks, which brings to you all the exclusive healthcare industry news, views, and opinions from across the world. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another podcast for patients, caregivers, and healthcare professionals. Today, we will talk about the chronic liver disease and engage with an expert clinician to discuss workup and diagnosis of acute and chronic liver disease and its treatment. Hi, Dr. Lena. Can you please tell our listeners what is chronic liver disease? Chronic liver disease is a progressive deterioration of liver functions. The liver is an essential organ of the body that performs over 500 vital functions. These include removing waste from the body, producing amino acids, producing blood clots, making new proteins, and producing bile for digestion. Additionally, it metabolizes medications into the ingredient needed for wellness in the body. Chronic liver disease occurs when the scar tissue replaces normal functioning liver tissue. Chronic liver disease results in disruption of liver architecture and its function. It occurs through various health conditions. Liver diseases in this category include cirrhosis, fibrosis of the liver. Can you please enlighten us about what is the difference between cirrhosis and fibrosis? Fibrosis is the first stage of liver scarring. Liver fibrosis occurs when the healthy tissue of liver becomes scarred and therefore cannot work well. Whereas, Cirrhosis is a late-stage liver disease in which healthy liver tissue is replaced with scar tissue and the liver is permanently damaged. This may also lead to cancer. The scar tissue blocks the flow of blood through the liver and slows the liver's ability to process nutrients, hormones, drugs and natural toxins, poisons. Cirrhosis eventually keeps the liver from working properly. Late-stage cirrhosis is life-threatening. What are the symptoms of liver fibrosis and cirrhosis? In the beginning stages, one may not have any symptoms. The symptoms of cirrhosis depend on the stage of disease. If you do have symptoms, some are general and could easily be mistaken for symptoms of many other diseases and illnesses. Early symptoms and signs of cirrhosis include Loss of appetite Feeling weak or tired. Nausea. Fever. Unexpected weight loss. As liver function gets worse, other more commonly recognized symptoms of cirrhosis appear including easy bruising and bleeding, yellow tint to your skin or the whites of your eyes, jaundice, itchy skin, swelling, edema in your legs, feet and ankles. Fluid buildup in your belly, abdomen, ascites. Brownish or orange color to your urine. Light-colored stools. Confusion, difficulty thinking, memory loss, personality changes. Blood in your stool. Redness in the palms of your hands. Spider-like blood vessels surround small, red spots on your skin, telangiectasias. In men, Loss of sex drive, enlarged breasts, gynecomastia, shrunken testicles. In women, premature menopause, no longer having your menstrual period. So, 
we understand that cirrhosis is more life-threatening. What causes cirrhosis? Is it a hereditary disease? Cirrhosis itself is not an inherited, passed from parent to child, disease. However, some of the diseases that can cause liver damage that leads to cirrhosis are inherited diseases. The most common causes of cirrhosis of the liver are Alcohol abuse Chronic viral infections of the liver, hepatitis B and hepatitis C Fatty liver is associated with obesity and diabetes and not alcohol. Exposure to toxic chemicals Diseases that damage or block bile ducts in the liver. Inherited diseases Alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, buildup of an abnormal protein in the liver. Hemochromatosis, excess iron stored in the liver. Wilson disease, excess copper stored in the liver. Cystic fibrosis, sticky, thick mucus builds up in the liver. Glycogen storage diseases, liver can't store or break down glycogen, a form of sugar. Changes from liver diseases that lead to cirrhosis are gradual. Liver cells are injured and if injury, from whatever cause, continues, liver cells start to die. What are the accessible diagnosis tools for identifying cirrhosis at an early stage? One may have cirrhosis if they have a long history of alcohol abuse, injectable drug abuse, or have had hepatitis B or C and have the symptoms listed in this article. Often, cirrhosis is first detected through a routine blood test or checkup. To help confirm a diagnosis, a combination of laboratory followed by liver biopsy, which is still the best standard for diagnosis and is a traditional method, also helps in understanding the stages for liver cirrhosis. However, a biopsy is an invasive and impractical method for the assessment of at-risk patients. It is highly dependent on the experience of the operator. If biopsy samples are small in size, they are subject to sampling error and inter-observer variability. What are the latest technologies that are used for identifying cirrhosis non-invasive? Non-expert physicians and patients are waiting for an almost perfect non-invasive test. But currently, simple imaging methods are in use in the diagnosis and evaluation such as ultrasonography, US, computed tomography, CT, magnetic resonance imaging, MRI, with chemical shift imaging, CSI, and magnetic resonance spectroscopy, MISIS, and elastography with US and MRI. Ultrasound has been widely used for screening in developed countries in asymptomatic patients with increased liver enzymes and suspected liver cirrhosis that can lead to cancer. It is safe, non-invasive, non-radiation, widely available, cost-effective, and an accurate tool in the detection of fatty liver. USG is often useful for the characterization of grade 2 or grade 3 hepatocirrhosis. CT method for the calculation of fatty liver is an enhanced CT which allows for a more quantitative evaluation of liver attenuation. Based on the physical characteristics of X-ray penetration of tissue, the attenuation in an unenhanced CT is measured. MRI is one of the most sensitive imaging methods for the detection and characterization of fatty liver. 
It is a radiation-free modality to detect fatty liver, even in microscopic quantities. Magnetic resonance spectroscopy is one of the most correct imaging methods for non-invasive evaluation of fatty liver. Elastography uses low-frequency vibrations during an ultrasound or MRI to measure the stiffness or elasticity of organs inside the body USG elastography and MRI elastography both techniques evaluate liver stiffness. Is there a treatment for cirrhosis of the liver and treatment if cancer is identified? Treatment for cirrhosis depends on the cause and extent of the liver damage. Although there is no cure for cirrhosis, treatments can delay or stop its progress and reduce complications. In early cirrhosis, it may be possible to minimize damage to the liver by treating the underlying cause. The options include Alcohol-related liver disease If you have developed cirrhosis from alcohol abuse, stop drinking alcohol. Hepatitis B or C Several approved antiviral medications are available to treat hepatitis types B and C. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease Management of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease includes losing weight, following a healthy diet, getting physical exercise, and following the instructions for managing diabetes. Medications to control other causes and symptoms of cirrhosis Medications may slow the progression of certain types of liver cirrhosis. For example, for people with primary biliary cirrhosis that is diagnosed early, medication may significantly delay progression to cirrhosis. Liver transplant surgery In advanced cases of cirrhosis, when the liver ceases to function, a liver transplant may be the only treatment option. A liver transplant is a procedure to replace your liver with a healthy liver from a diseased donor or with part of a liver from a living donor. Cirrhosis is one of the most common reasons for a liver transplant. Candidates for a liver transplant have extensive testing to determine whether they are healthy enough to have a good outcome following surgery. Radiation therapy This treatment is in terms of cancerous liver identified. In this, there is the usage of high-powered energy from sources such as X-rays and protons to destroy cancer cells and shrink tumors. Radiation therapy might be an option if other treatments aren't possible or if they haven't helped. Targeted drug therapy Targeted drug treatments focus on specific abnormalities present within cancer cells. Chemotherapy Chemotherapy uses drugs to kill rapidly growing cells, including cancer cells. Chemotherapy can be administered through a vein in your arm, in pill form or both. Chemotherapy is sometimes used to treat advanced liver cancer. Can you tell our listeners, how can we prevent cirrhosis of the liver? A healthy lifestyle is a key part of preventing cirrhosis. Food and drink issues. Don't abuse alcohol. If you do drink alcohol, limit how much you drink and how often. If you drink more than two drinks a day, if you are a man, or more than one if you are a woman, you are increasing your risk. Eat a well-balanced, low-fat diet. A well-balanced, healthy diet consists of fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and whole grains. 
Cut back on the amount of salt in your diet. Use other seasonings to flavor your foods. Healthy body habits. Maintain a healthy weight. Excess body fat can damage your liver. Ask your healthcare provider for a weight loss plan if you are overweight. Exercise regularly. See your healthcare provider regularly for checkups. Follow medical recommendations to control obesity, diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, and cholesterol, high bad cholesterol, LDL, and or low good cholesterol, HDL, and high triglycerides. Quit smoking if you smoke. Healthy liver practices. Avoid high-risk behaviors that can lead to infection with hepatitis B or C, such as sharing needles for illegal drug use or having unprotected sex. Get vaccinated against hepatitis B. If you already have hepatitis, ask your provider if drug treatment is appropriate for you. Get your annual flu shot and ask if a pneumonia vaccine makes sense for you. People with cirrhosis are more likely to get infections. Avoid non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, indomethacin, celecoxib, aspirin, and high doses of acetaminophen. These drugs can cause or worsen liver function. Take all medications and keep all appointments as recommended by your healthcare provider. Thank you so much for talking to us and enlightening our listeners with information on chronic liver disease and its symptoms, causes and treatment. Hey listeners, I hope this podcast was beneficial for you. Don't forget to stay tuned with us for our next podcast session, where we bring to you all kinds of healthcare industry news, views and opinions from around the world. Listen to our podcast by visiting www.medicabazaar.com slash